Welcome to Choice Classic Radio. Like us on Facebook, subscribe to us on YouTube, and help keep this show alive by donating at choiceclassicradio.com. For more of your favorite old-time radio shows, join us on our companion podcast, Choice Classic Radio Detectives, where we bring to you tales from the greatest detective shows the golden age of radio had to offer. we bring you adventure and romance from the motion pictures, and from motion pictures, one of its newest and most colorful personalities, Miss Paulette Goddard. The story, Algiers, which I've adapted from the Walter Wanger production, based on the thrilling French story by Detective Shelby. Setting the native quarter known as the Casbah. I read your description of the Casbah last week. It belongs in tonight's script again. Take my word for it, it's authentic. Because believe it or not, your humble servant has lived in the Casbah. Like Shanghai and Marseille, Port Said and Singapore and Chifu and Macayo, and all the rest of the wild and wicked cities of the world, where anything can happen and everything does. The Casbah is just as remarkable as the sound of the word, which is its name. The Casbah. Look. There before us is Algiers. A modern city. And then suddenly behind that you're in the Casbah. And from the modern city to the Casbah it's only a step. But ladies and gentlemen, when you take that step you enter another world. A melting pot for all the sins of the earth. 40,000 inhabitants from all over the world. Caddles, Chinese, Chicos, Slavs far from home and Maltese. Negroes from every corner of Africa. And Spaniards. Hot-blooded and quick to hate. And women. Women of every age and every shape. Women caught in the net of the Casbah. The Casbah which rises like a fortress from the sea. Colorful. Sordid. And dangerous. There isn't just one Casbah. There are a hundred. A thousand. And in that labyrinth, Pepe Lamoco is at home. And he is safe there. As long as he stays. Before the Casbah, before Algiers and Pepe Lamoco, Ernest Chappell. Thank you, Orson Welles. You know, I wonder if every one of us doesn't know some small, tucked-away eating place to which the world has made a beaten path because of a special dish served there. I'm thinking of a small restaurant I happen to know about in upstate New York. It's miles away from any city, and yet no fewer than five presidents have stopped there to enjoy its specialty. And that specialty is chicken. Chicken of an almost fabulous tenderness. Indeed, chicken has probably made the reputation of more restaurants than any other single dish. And for a very simple reason. We in this country do have a deep liking for chicken. Don't you agree? Now, I think that liking for chicken must account for the ever-growing popularity of Campbell's chicken soup. Certainly anyone who likes chicken must like this chicken soup. Because Campbell's chicken soup is chicken, through and through. You'll taste chicken with your first sip and enjoy the rich chicken flavor of the broth till the last golden drop is gone. The fluffy white rice, too, is steeped in chicken flavor, and you'll discover further treasures of good eating in the pieces of melting tender chicken meat that Campbell's adds. I do hope you'll try this homey old-time soup, and that you'll try it soon. Because just as sure as you like chicken, you'll like Campbell's chicken soup. And now, Orson Welles in Algiers, with our guest, 
Miss Paulette Goddard. insist on getting off in this uncivilized hole when we might be in Monte Carlo tomorrow meeting the right kind of people. But I don't, Richard. I don't insist on anything. We'll do whatever you say. Well, Gabby, which is it to be? Richard, I really don't care. Make up your mind, my dear. Do we land in Algiers or do we go on to the Riviera? Richard, honestly, it doesn't matter. Do we land in Algiers or do we go on to the Riviera? I've told you what I'd like to do. I'd like to see Algiers. Algiers! Last call for Mr. Hillier? Yes. Well, Mr. Hillier, there's a party on the tender, sir, asking for you. Says he's a prefect of food. Thanks. This way, sir. Tender just come in. Oh, all right, then. Have it your own way. Yeah, what? We'll get off at Algiers. Algiers! Last call for Algiers! All passengers for Algiers this way. This way. Mr. Hillier? That's right. And Dr. Mitchell, sir, my name is Ruvain, prefect of police of the territory of Algiers. Glad to meet you. Yes, you know why I'm here. We are very happy, Commissioner, my associates and I, now that you will be able to observe for yourself our local condition. Local condition. Yes, What's that got to do with it? Here's a crook whose exploits have made him famous on both sides of the Atlantic. Who escaped from New York for two years ago with a fortune in jewels. But look, in the United States, we handle harder cases every day of the week. It's too bad, Commissioner, that you didn't arrest him before he left the United States. Two years now he's been hiding here, not a mile from your police station. We'll try and explain, Commissioner. Inspector Slimane. Uh, he is uh, one of our most experienced men. The Kaspar, his territory. Kaspar? What's that? The Kaspar, Alex, sir, is the present home of Pepe Lamoco. Pepe Lamoco? Uh, that's what he is called in the Kaspar. Uh, what's been the matter? Can't you find him? Find him. Alex, sir, I see him every day. What? Sometimes I have the honor of taking lunch with him. What? Sometimes dinner. Uh, you're sure, Inspector, that you're not too lazy to arrest this man? I am nearly careful. Which means looking after your own skin. It is the only skin I have. Inspector Levine, I'd like you to put 20 men at my disposal. The best men you've got. As you wish. You mean, honored sir, you propose to raid the castle? You think it can't be done? Oh, no, not at all. It can be done very easily, Commissioner. And you will find it a most instructive experience. This is the castle. Yes, honest, sir, this is it. Castle, Inspector, after 300 years, the steps here have been worn uneven. This is the cabin section. See those men there? The slaves brought up from the Sudan. There to the left is the way to the Moorish street. The street of the Arab women, slaves from the Grand Atlas. Imshi, Imshi! That girl is a servant. Street of the sea. Into this narrow alley, half the stolen jewelry of Europe finds its way. Fatima, here's the false day and the checkers. Mother Texas, another cabaret. In this house, it is said that a murderer is always safe for the length of his day. Oh, look out for these fellows, Galatians. Quick with their knives. <laughs> the American grill. You go out of that place feet foremost if you stay after hours. Empty! 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 Take her. The castle is full of them. Here is the Arctic. A very hot Inspector. The highest point of the castle. Into here lead many of the alleys of the native quarter. Now, Inspector, from this arcade, would you like to commence your, what you call it, uh, police raid? Sure, sure. Let's get going. Uh, very well, Inspector. Come on, come on, come on. All students into the arcade, please. All students into the arcade. All students remaining in the open, please do so 
I told you, Jebby, we shouldn't have come here in the first place. Which is over ridiculous. A lot of yelling, murdering savages. Mademoiselle, this way, please. What is it? What's going on? It's the police, mademoiselle. They're making a raid. Come on, Jebby, into the arcade. Oh, no. Come on. Oh, no, I want to see what's happening. Jebby. Jebby, where are you going? Mademoiselle, it's dangerous. Jebby, you're out of your head. Jebby, come back. Jebby, come back. Jebby. Jebby. I'm afraid I made a fool of myself that time. If it hadn't been for you. Allow me to introduce myself, mademoiselle. The name is Slimane. Your very honest servant. If uh, you would be pleased to make yourself comfortable in here. <laughs> comfortable as you can in a storehouse. Until the shooting is over. You will be quite safe. Thank you. Well, what is it? What's happened? Oh, it is nothing. You call all this nothing? Oh, you know how it is with the police, mademoiselle. They... They like to keep everything in a state of uproar. Soon they will get tired of it, running like this from door to door, looking for a man who is never there. All this excitement for one man? Yes. Yes, mademoiselle, one man. But quite an unusual man. His name is Pepe Lamoco. Pepe Lamoco. Where is Pepe Lamoco? He's at Grandpa's. Pepe and the rest, they're at Grandpa's. Hurry! Who's he? Regis, they stole one of our men. And Grandpa, who's he? The receiver of stolen jewels. You know his place? Yes, we know it. Come on, Sergeant, let's go! Commissioner, the place is empty as usual. No evidence, nothing. Now are you satisfied? No, I'm not. I won't be satisfied until I've broken down every door and searched every house in the cash bar. Look, voila! Pepe! He's after What's that? They say Pepe's going over the roof. Then what are they waiting for? Get out of them, quick! Over the roof! If they see him, tell him to shoot! <laughs> Mademoiselle, all the shooting, it, it gives such a very unfortunate impression of our city. Besides, it is such a waste. Waste? Of course. Pepe Lamoco will not be captured. A few natives will be shot and one or two imprudent tourists. Like yourself, mademoiselle, if I had not been there to see to your safety. I don't believe I thank you. Oh, believe me, mademoiselle, it is a pleasure. I only regret the inconvenience, the anxiety of your friends. Well, how long do you think you have to keep me here in safety? Oh, not long, mademoiselle. It will soon be over, all this activity. And you don't think you'll get him? He is very careful. The police have been after him for two years now. The police must be rather stupid. <laughs> As an inspector of police, I consider that a triumph of understatement. You're one of them? I have that doubtful honor. Well, how did he do it, this Pepe Lamoco or whatever you call him? I don't Look, Starlight. The man. Good afternoon, Pepe. Oh, so they shoot you, eh? Yes, they did. You permit me to hope it is nothing serious. Thanks, that's a scratch. Throw the elbow. It's bleeding. Not much. Here, let me help you. Thanks, it's nothing. Got a handkerchief? Yes, here. It's not very big. It'll do. Oh. I'm sorry. It's all right. Say, so you're an American. And you're very beautiful, aren't you? Oh, Phil. Sarah Fran. What? Bracelet. There, how does that feel? Thanks. Inspector, why aren't you chasing this fox? It's such a silly performance. I prefer to use my brain. Well, your friends did a little better tonight. At least they found me. That's pretty good for them. <laughs> Can <laughs> we say a step in the right direction? <laughs> Excuse me, miss. We talked sharp, the inspector and me. It's a habit of ours. Cigarette? Please. Sorry, I can't reach it. Let me help you. In this side pocket, yeah. Here you are. Thanks. A light? Please. Thanks. You know, Inspector, if you're kind of sorry for those policemen of yours, they'll never get me this way. I've tried to point that out to them. <laughs> Once the inspector and I agree... I must explain, mademoiselle, that in the end, I am the one who will get Pepe. Yeah, I can hardly wait. And not only Pepe, but all his friends. Jimmy, Tony, 
Grantaire, all of them. Then what do you do? Put us in a zoo? Oh, you flatter yourself. You mean you won't show me the cage? What for? You're important now because you're free. Well, once behind bars, people will forget all about you. You see, miss, he's a very funny guy. Hey, my friend, Inspector Semain, looks okay, but he's a little mixed up. He thinks he can arrest me. That's exactly what I'm going to do, Shepard. Sure, sure, sure. And I tell you, he's a funny guy. Always good for a laugh. One thing I like about Inspector Slamane. What? His face. It's perfect for his job. To look that crooked is almost like being honest. I am honored that my appearance pleases you. Don't mention it. Wait, listen. I don't hear anything. It's just there. Shooting stop. Yes, they give him up, Inspector. Yeah, poor fellows. They give up so easily. Mm, yes, I'll be on my way now. The boys will be worrying about me. You'll, uh, have to excuse me. I do. Yeah. Uh, maybe I'll see you again sometime. Bye, Inspector. Goodbye, Tappy. And don't forget, I am the one who will get you. Mm. I won't forget. So long. So long. Uh... It's a shame, isn't it? What? A man of the world, an unusual intelligence. One hates to see him buried so young. Buried? Oh, 20 years in prison, it is the same thing. What makes you so sure, Inspector, that he's going to prison? Mademoiselle, I have marked the date of his arrest on the wall of my room, high up, where it reads black in the rays of the setting sun. Cable. Department of Criminal Investigation, Washington, D.C. Happy to report raid was carried out with maximum efficiency. Although we narrowly missed capture, Tepala Mocha seriously wounded while escaping. Have reason to believe his injuries may prove fatal. You got that? Yes, sir. All right. Well, all why right. don't you just declare him dead, Commissioner, and be done with it? Please, Inspector for me. Now then, uh, what was the last thing I said? Inform you without delay. Uh, without delay, uh, repeat situation well in hand. We'll take whatever steps deem advisable. Exactly what I have been doing, Commissioner, for the past two years, and what I shall continue to do. But for me, there is only one possible way to capture Pepe Lamoco. I suppose you know it. I do, Commissioner. It is to make him come out of the casbah. You suddenly conceived an idea, Inspector, how that is to be done. I think perhaps today, Commissioner, for the first time in two years, I have an idea. <laughs> Very glad, mademoiselle. You have shown us the honor to revisit the Casbah. I assure you that in the right company you will find it a most romantic and fascinating place. Why? Hello, Pepe. Hello, Inspector We had some trouble finding you, mademoiselle and I. I'm sorry. Now, they told us you were busy upstairs. Yeah, it's kind of busy. Won't you sit down? Thanks. A little drink? Yeah, sure. I am glad you are here, Pepe. Mademoiselle was asking so many questions about you. Now you can answer them for yourself. What did you tell her, Inspector? Oh, what could I tell her, Pepe? Oh, I'm afraid she'd be a little upset at my past. No. She might be a little appalled at your future. (laughs) 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 I told her you might get off with 20 years. Mm, You wouldn't want me to get 20 years, Inspector. You're too fond of me. 20 years with a good lawyer is what I told her. (laughs) Now, if you'll excuse me. (laughs) I have already explained, Mademoiselle, I won't be long. I am sure you can entertain Mademoiselle yeah. until I return. I am. Um, hope so. Hey, goodbye, Inspector. So, you thought you'd take another look at the wild animal? Hmm? Not so very wild. What do you think of my cage? I don't know. Yet. You are American, aren't you? What do you think? What are you doing here? Mediterranean cruise. Like Algiers? I don't like traveling. Makes me homesick. Present. If I can't hear the L when I wake up in the morning, I want to go right back to sleep. Do you know New York? No. <laughs> what do you think of first? Quick. 14th Street, the Battery. Here in Square. Right, the Garden. First night. Lindy's. The, the casino, casino in the park. <laughs> Small world. Cigarette? Yeah. Thanks. Light? We're a long way from all that. Yeah, a long way. It's nice to talk about it. I guess we have my friend Inspector Slamane to thank for that. Yes. Was it his idea you're coming here again? No, I dreamed that up. I'm surprised he let you come like that. Like what? All that stuff you have on. 
stuff? Yeah, the heavy ice you're wearing, the jewelry. Oh. Is she a little worried yourself? Not along with you. Right. That's quite a bracelet you got there. Isn't it? Here. Hold it in your hand. It hardly weighs a thing. Hmm. About, uh, ten grand. I'll double you. I mean what I'd get for it. <laughs> yeah, put it back on. You put it on for me. All right. There you are. Thanks. What's your name? Gabrielle. They call me Gabby. Married? No. Widow? No. Why not? Who are you with? My fiancé and friend. What's his name? Baird, Richard Baird. Yeah? Stopping the hotel? <laughs> what are you laughing at? Nothing. Too bad. Too bad? Too bad I don't know you better. Why? Because I'd slap your face. When people laugh around me, I want to know why. Come on, let's get out of here. Where to? Up on the terrace. You see the harbor from there? You can see Staten Island. And the Palisades? And the casino in the park. I love the casino. Oh, I can't. I have to go now. Richard will be wondering where I am. I'll come back. When? As soon as I can. When? Tomorrow. How can I be sure? Look at me. I never break a promise. Let me go. What for? Because I asked you. Say please. Please? That's better. Tomorrow. Yeah, it's cafe. Listening to the Orson Welles production of Algiers with our guest star, Miss Paulette Goddard. This is the Columbia Broadcasting System. This is Ernest Chappell, ladies and gentlemen, welcoming you back to the Campbell Playhouse. In a moment, we shall resume our presentation of Algiers. You know, among the dishes in day-to-day eating, soup has always been an important food with all peoples and in all lands. Indeed, it's said that in some countries abroad, custom decrees that the dowry of every bride shall include a soup kettle. Now, and I'm, I'm talking, of course, especially to the ladies, I dare say a soup kettle was not among the things you brought to your husband, was it? But if you happen to be making your own soup, nonetheless, then may I remind you that these days, more and more good home cooks are letting Campbell's tend the soup kettle for them. These good home cooks, like yourself, know soup, of course, and how to make it. But more and more they have come to know also what a needless bother it is when they can enjoy the convenience and good eating of such fine soup as Campbell's make. And so we are proud to make soup for them, and we'd like to make soup for you, too. Will you try us out? Try any one of the 21 tempting kinds. Campbell's chicken soup, for instance, for its deep chicken flavor. Or Campbell's vegetable soup, a soup that's practically a meal in itself. If you do this and compare it with your own, critically, I feel certain you let Campbell's send the soup kettle for you, too, from then on. Now we resume our Campbell Playoffs presentation of Algiers with Paulette Goddard, produced by Orson Welles. Department of Criminal Investigation, Washington, D.C. Papalamoco International Jewel Thief, still at liberty. Local conditions in the cast bar render further attempts useless. Local conditions? You heard me, Inspector Samin. Further attempts useless? Isn't that giving up rather easily, Commissioner? Easily? What more can I do? We've raided the cast bar. You warned me it was useless. Quite useless. You're right. 
We've employed an informer. You buried him this morning next to one of Pepe's men. Poor fellow. Pepe Lamuka himself. Where is he? Further from captive than he ever was. There, I am happy to say you are mistaken, Commissioner. What do you mean by that? I mean, Commissioner, that within 48 hours, unless my plan miscarries, I shall deliver him into your hands, this Pepe Lamoco. Forty-eight up. I mean, what on earth are you talking him? I said, Commissioner, that I had a plan. <laughs> Inspector Slimane reporting on the case of Pepe Lamoco, Monday, 4 p.m. I said 48 hours. Already four hours have gone by. My plan proceeds. I have an appointment at six at the Hotel Arletti with Mr. Richard Sears. Inspector Slimane? Mr. Baird, if you could spare me just a few minutes of your time. Why, uh, of course, Inspector. Won't you sit down? I must say I'm not accustomed to entertaining. I, I think, uh, Mr. Baird, if you would listen to me a moment, you will see that what I have to say is uh, uh, rather delicate and personal. It concerns Mademoiselle, your fiancée. Oh, it does. Is uh, Mademoiselle at home now? Why, no, as a matter of fact, she's not. She went out for a walk. For a walk, exactly. Have you any idea where Mademoiselle goes? Walking, Mr. Bear? Just what do you mean by that, Inspector? Only this. I am afraid in her brief stay among us, Mademoiselle has become a little too fond of the, uh, uh, shall we say, the local color of the Casbah. I still don't know what you mean. The Casbah is our native quarter, Mr. Bear. It is hardly the place for a woman alone. Yet, Mademoiselle, your fiancé has been seen there almost every afternoon. I don't believe it. There can be no doubt of it, Mr. Bear. There are even rumors that she and a man who is wanted by the police... Look here, These rumors may be unfounded, of course, Mr. Baird, but it would be wiser, perhaps, if between now and the time you sail, Mademoiselle did not return to the Casbah. Of course. She won't, Inspector. You can take my word for it. She won't. You remind me of the subway. Yeah. Shut your eyes. Listen. You can hear it. Does it go like a subway train? Faster. You're all silk. And you jingle when you walk. And with all that stuff, you make me think of the, the subway. It's funny, isn't it? And Lindy's at five in the morning. New York. What'd you do before? Before what? Before those. Before the diamonds. I wanted them. And what do you want now? Lady, I must go. Suppose you don't come tomorrow. Suppose I don't. Can't you ever get a... Does it make any difference? Well, can't you? Is it true what that inspector said? Yes, it, it's true. I'm, I'm, I'm caught here like a bear in a hole. Dogs barking, guns all around, no way out of it. Do you like that? No. Well... Maybe it's lucky for you. I don't like it. It isn't lucky. You're right. You don't come back, I might do anything. Might come down to the hotel and get you. I'll come back again. Tomorrow, Pepe. Tomorrow? For sure? Hmm. For sure. It's no good. Tomorrow, fine. Hey, Arby. Yes, Pepe? Take the young lady to the hotel already. Rumorengo. Yes, Betty. Tomorrow at five. 
Yeah. Yeah. Tomorrow at five. reporting in the case of Pepe Lamoco, Tuesday, 6 p.m. I gave myself 48 hours in which to deliver him up. 30 hours have gone by. Yesterday again, as I thought, they were together. While I was down in the hotel with Baird, she was with him in the Casbah. The informer, Arby, who conducted her back to the hotel, tells me she is to meet him again today at 5. So my plan is working. The bait has taken. Now for the fish to be hooked. The bait must be jerked away. Come in. Richard. I'm just putting on my hat. Going out? It looks that way. Where are you going? To walk. Walk? Where? In Central Park. May I ask you to give me a sensible answer? Well, then ask me a sensible question. Where could I go? I don't know anyone in Algiers. I just walk straight ahead. Straight ahead? And where does that take you? Every afternoon? This hotel of yours bores me. The head waiter looks like an undertaker, and every time I step into this apartment, it looks more like a funeral parlor. Goodbye, Richard. I know where you're going. Oh? You're going up to the Casbah. And I know why you go. You go to meet Pepe Lomoco. So now you're spying on me. You're going to be my wife. Don't make it a very pleasant prospect. And I'm not going to allow you to behave this way. I'm glad you told me. What does that mean? We might as well be honest, Richard. Why do you think I'm marrying you? Look at yourself, then look at me. I've never lied to you. You knew I didn't love you when I said I'd marry you, and you thought it was all right. So until we're married, I'll do as I please. That's fair enough. Gabby, I, I forbid you to go. You're wasting your time. You should go now, Gabby. You need to come back. You've thought it out pretty carefully, haven't you? I advise you to do the same. I have. Gabby. Oh, uh, Richard. Change your mind? Yes, I just remember... If I'm not coming back, these, uh, the bracelet and the ring, they belong to you, don't they? Here. Goodbye, Richard. I'm afraid not, mademoiselle. What are you talking about? I, I... I was hoping I would not have to tell you. You cannot go up to the Casbah, mademoiselle. Really, Inspector? Will you please get out of my way? Your fiancé was trying to spare you, uh, mademoiselle. He didn't want to tell you the truth as I have told it to him. What do you mean, the truth about what? An attempt was made to capture Pepe Lamoco in the Casbah this afternoon, mademoiselle. In a sense, it was successful. He was taken? Not alive. He was killed. Inspector Semaine reporting on the case of Pepe Lamoco, Wednesday, 10 a.m. Only two hours remain out of the 48. If my plan works, before noon today, Pepe Lamoco will come down out of the Casbah. If not, I shall have wasted two years. Until then, there is nothing for me to do. Nothing to do but wait while he makes his choice. If he stays, he is safe. If he comes out, he faces certain capture in prison or death. It is my carefully considered opinion that he will come out. How much longer are you going to wait? Pepe, why don't you come home? You've been here in the cafe all night. Well? Pepe, what are you waiting for? She's not coming back, that Inez. American girl. Leave me alone. Ah, you're right, Pepe. Why do you fool yourself waiting here? She's not going back. Pepe, why don't you mind your own business? Has anybody seen Arby around? Arby, no. Why? Pepe sent him with a letter down to town last night. 
The hotel are letting. Never write letters to me, oh, Pepe. Oh, Inez, leave me alone. Pepe, why don't you come? Inez, will you leave me alone and stop telling me what to do? Yes, Pepe. What's the matter? Can't you keep those fuckers out of here? Get out! Get out! Pepe, just on now. All right. I know. I know, Pepe, how you feel. I feel it too sometimes. Hard business to sit here in a casa, like in a prison. Not to be able to go down into the town ever. Not even to say goodbye to a dear friend. Listen to me, I'll go whenever I like it. When you go, Pepe, you'll go quietly. Feet first, the way they all go. You think so, huh? And they'll take off their hats, Pepe, and let you pass. You think so? When your time comes, not before. Oh, no, they won't. I don't have to stay here, do you understand? I can go any time I want. <laughs> can you? Yes, I can. I'll go when I feel like Pepe. it. I'm free. free. You hear that, you and that new crop here? Free! I can go any time I want, any time. Pepe! Oh, Arby. Yes, Pepe, it's me, Arby. Arby, I'm back. Come in here. Well? You see her? Sure, Pepe, I saw her. I did take all night. Pepe, I couldn't help it. I waited and waited all night till this morning. I couldn't get through. Well, then did you give her my letter? Yes, Pepe, I gave it to her just now. Did you get an answer? Did you get an answer? Oh, well, she wanted to write, but she couldn't. She's being closely watched, Pepe. Being closely watched. Yes, but she expects you this morning. You can go down without any risk. Go to the back of the hotel. She'll be watching from her window. Is that all? Well, she wanted to come up, but she couldn't get away. Go on. She's waiting for me to bring the answer, Pepe. What shall I tell her? She's waiting for her, huh? Yes. I'll take the answer myself. But, Pepe, she's Don't worry, don't, don't worry. The boys will take care of you till I get back. Don't worry. Just like they took care of Regis. Pepe, listen, I can't... What? I don't think I will wait. Arby? Yes, Pepe? One thing I... Don't get. You said Gabby couldn't write because she was watched. Yes. But in a little while, she'll be able to see me. In the garden, back of the hotel. Uh, that's funny. He's going to be away, the fiancé. I see. Then why didn't she write me? He was there watching. Then how could she talk to you? Because Because I... you're all mixed up for a woman who's watched. It's funny the way she can do things. <laughs> Very funny. Now, I've laughed all I wanted. Come here, Robbie. Oh, Pepe, don't. Now, Pepe. come on. Spill it. Come on, Robbie. I gave you a letter. You went into town with it. Then what happened? I don't... What happened? Nothing. Must I kill you to make you talk? Oh, no, no. Pepe. I tell you, Pepe, I still... Well? Uh, Inspector Slavane, it was his plan. Uh. He made me do it. He arrested me last night. Yes, I mean, go on. And this morning when he left me out, he told me to come Go to on, go on. He thinks you'll come down. Then? The hotel surrounded their waiting. Did you see her? No. Why did she come up yesterday? Clemaine, he told her you'd been killed. Killed? Yes, that's what she thinks. That's what he told her that you were dead. No. She's feeling she's leaving her gym for the Empress of Scotland it's today at noon. See, well, I, I said I could go and I, I felt like it, didn't I? Huh? I said I could go and I felt like it. Well, I, I feel like it right now. Pepe, no, you won't. Don't you see it's a trap? Leave me alone. Pepe, where are you going? You're going to hurt, aren't you? Get out of my way, Inez. You can't do it, Pepe. You can't leave me. What have I done? Inez, get out of my way. It's not your fault. I won't let you do it. I won't let you. You'll be killed. It's my life. Don't die, Pepe. Don't die. I won't let you. I won't let you, Pepe. Pepe!
hit you. It's Inspector Tremaine. Inspector Tremaine. Listen. Listen, Commissioner. Tepe Lamoco is coming out. <laughs> Inspector Slimane reporting on the case of Pepe Lamoco, Wednesday, 12-17. The case of Pepe Lamoco is closed. The hunt is ended. Today, a few minutes afternoon, Pepe Lamoco escaped. in the first place to break through the police cordon with which the Casbah was surrounded is a thing I shall never understand. No one but Pepe could have done it. At 20 minutes to 12, we got word that he was out. Soon after that, he was seen entering a cab. A few minutes later, he was reported leaving a travel agency on the Boulevard La Victoire, headed for the harbor. Presumably for the Empress of Scotland. And once on the dock, he was safe. In that crowd... There is little chance of a man being spotted, however intensive the search. And with the cordons around the Casbah and the Hotel Arletti, the police at the dock were short-handed this morning. Understand, these are not excuses. These are facts that help to explain what happened next. It is also essential to understand exactly what the arrangements are for passengers boarding the big steamers in the port of Algiers. At the end of the dock, there is an iron gate with an opening in it about two meters wide. Here in this opening stands a ticket desk, and beyond it is a turnstile through which everyone wishing to board the steamer has to pass. After that, there is nothing more. You go through the turnstile, straight up the gangplank into the ship. From the turnstile, across the dock to the end of the gangplank, is a distance of about six meters in the clear. A man walking very fast can cross it in less than two seconds. This way, sir. Take it, please. Yeah. Uh, thank you, sir. Don't you think about it late, didn't you, sir? Yeah. Well, better late than ever. First class to New York. Captain 168. 168? Here you are, sir. Here's a voucher. Yeah. Passport, please. Yeah. Sujet American, tourist, passager de première classe, à New York. C'est bon, okay. Straight wide, sir. Straight through the turnstile. Gangplank's going up in a minute. Careful, yeah. next, please. Yep. Right over the turnstile. Careful. Put him up, Peppy. Up. You see, Peppy, we meet at the appointed hour. Tell the truth, Peppy, I am... I almost missed the appointment. All right, all right, Inspector, let's go. Keep him up. Walk straight ahead. Come in. Yes? Come in. Yes, Peppy? One last thing. What is it? Oh, I'm keep moving. One minute, Inspector. What is it, Peppy? Come in. Let me stand at the end of the dock for a minute by the gate. Till the boat sails. Not much to ask. I can't get away. I want to see a sale. I'd like to be generous to you, Pepsi. I'm asking for one minute. A minute is nothing. It... Yet it is everything. All right. Let him go. Uh, Inspector, I warn you. This is not my case, it... Commissioner. I said let him go. Thanks, Lemaine. Then happened a thing which is as hard to describe in a report such as this. Pepe went to the end of the dock. They had him covered. It was just twelve and the gate at the desk was closed and the gangplank was up. The ship was beginning to move. Pepe went forward, slowly, as far as the iron gate. Then he stopped and stood there with his hands on the bars and his eyes on the decks above him, moving slowly away and the ship railing line with the people. The ship was out past the dock, already moving out to sea. At that distance, it is hard to distinguish. There was a girl at the railing. 
Looking down at the dock. Pepe must have seen her too. Perhaps he saw her more clearly than we did. He started to run forward. shot before I could stop them. They thought you were going to escape. Escape? Yeah. Me? Escape? Well, so I have, Inspector. So I have. concludes our Campbell Playhouse presentation of Algiers as adapted and produced by Orson Welles. In just a moment, Mr. Welles will return to the microphone with Paulette Goddard, our guest of the evening. May I remind you, ladies and gentlemen, of the five-minute news commentary, which may be heard over most of these stations immediately following the close of this program. Because I know how fond of chicken nearly all of us are, I'd like to extend an invitation and also make a promise. I want to invite you, if you haven't already done so, to try Campbell's Chicken Soup. You see, as Campbell's make their chicken soup, every drop holds the deep flavor of rich chicken. Into the making of the broth goes not some, but all the choice meat of carefully selected chickens. And in the best tradition of all good home cooks, the broth is slow-simmered till even the snowy rice that Campbell's add for hearty, satisfying substance has captured the full chicken flavor. Tempting pieces of tender chicken meat complete the good eating in this truly old-fashioned chicken soup. Won't you enjoy it soon? Tomorrow night, perhaps, wouldn't fragrant plates of Campbell's chicken soup add to the enjoyment of your dinner? Now, that's my invitation, and in extending it, I want to make the promise I spoke of. And that promise is this. Just as sure as you like chicken, you like Campbell's chicken soup. And now, here is Orson Welles. When the world is without its Mary Andersons, its Nell Gwynns, its Maxine Elliott, when there are no more greatly beautiful ladies in the theater profession, we'd better climb right back up into the trees because on that dark day, the pleasant graces of our civilization will be no more and the West will have declined indeed. But be of good cheer, dear listener, barbarism is not yet upon us. We are living in the age of Paulette Goddard. Miss Goddard, who just played Gabby in Algiers, is waiting at the microphone to be introduced to you. Before the ensuing formalities, I cannot refrain from mentioning that she is exactly why television is inevitable and positively everything the camera has led you to believe more. Excuse me, Miss Goddard is indicating by subtle gestures the clenched fist, for example, the bared, though pearly teeth, the flashing eye and all the rest of it, including that fast right leg, which is just one for in the new motion picture, The Women, the uncontested title of the Hollywood bomber, implying by these and other delicate indications of a becoming name stunning modesty that she... Paulette Goddard would like to be presented without the adjectives and would like it if I didn't go on and on and on and on. I won't, but I'd like to. Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Paulette Goddard. Good evening, and thanks, Austin, for being so nice to me. An appearance on the Campbell Playhouse is an old ambition of mine that's been a real thrill to fulfill it. You know, Paulette, I wish you could tell us about your new picture. It's going to be one of the great pictures. We're all tolerably certain of that. But, ladies and gentlemen, for several reasons, every one of which is self-evident, its character and its story must remain until its completion something of a secret. Please, Paulette, you can tell us the title. I wish I could. Right now, it's called Production Number Six. Well, tell us just this much more. What part are you playing, Paulette? Well, it's a big jump from what I'm doing in The uh, Dictator to uh, Gabby in Algiers. I'm playing a household drudge. 
And the picture, ladies and gentlemen, as you probably guessed, is Charles Chaplin's latest. It's been before the cameras about four weeks now, and it's expected to take at least another five months. Paulette, will you tell, uh, will you be all that time before the camera? No, a great many of my scenes are being shot now, so I'll be free for other pictures. Every one of which we're looking forward to. As a matter of fact, the production number six, let me tell you, ladies and gentlemen, I spent three of the really breathless and magical hours of my lifetime not so many weeks ago. It was just before production number six went into production. When Charles Chaplin himself described some of the scenes to me, let me tell you that hearing some of it from his own lips, the exposure to his own radiant enthusiasm is an experience at once priceless and indescribable. You don't know it, Paulette. He even did some of your scenes for me, and although it sounds silly, he was wonderful. I'm sure of that. I only hope that I won't disappoint you. You won't, Paulette. Excuse me. And believe me, he only whetted my appetite. And now, Paulette Goddard, thanks for coming. Thanks for your performance in Algiers, and please visit us soon again at the Campbell Playhouse. Now, ladies and gentlemen, as to next week, let me ask you to do this. Put yourself in the position of Mr. Matt Dennis. You haven't been pretending to be fishing for trout, but you haven't any bait. As a matter of fact, you haven't any trousers. And uh, you hope it won't be necessary for you to stand up. Eventually, however, you'll have to, and you'll have to run as fast as your undressed legs can carry you because you're wanted for murder. Matter of fact, uh, I don't wish you the luck of Captain Matt Dennant, who is the hero of next week's broadcast, but I think you'll sympathize with him throughout and be interested in the remarkable events which follow his escape from Sing Sing. The story is John Galsworthy's notable comedy, Escape. I think I've mentioned Wendy Berry, and I hope you remember next Sunday night at the same time. Until then, until Escape, my sponsors, the makers of Campbell Soups, and all of us in the Campbell Playhouse remain, as always, obediently yours. <laughs> Makers of Campbell Soups join Orson Welles in inviting you to be with us at the Campbell Playhouse again next Sunday evening when we will present John Galsworthy's delightful comedy, Escape, with that charming motion picture personality, Wendy Barry. Remember, Campbell Playhouse next Sunday evening. Meanwhile, if you've enjoyed tonight's presentation, won't you tell your grocer so tomorrow when you order Campbell's chicken soup? This is Ernest Chappell saying thank you and good night. This is the Columbia Broadcasting System. That concludes today's episode. We'd like to thank you and remind you to donate at choiceclassicradio.com. Remember, your donations make episodes like this possible.